Hey everybody, it's Roy Richardson from the Neighborhood Tech Turtle Maker, and tonight we're going to talk about why you need a moderator. If you go live on YouTube, you need a moderator. Trust me, have you ever been attacked by trolls? How about all those crazy websites that always end in XYZ, like nudegirls.xyz? You need somebody to manage that so you can focus on providing value to your to your community. And so here we go. Let's do this. In order to do this, I'm bringing on the expert, Mr. Paul Duncan, Mr. Moderator. Welcome. Hello there. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, sir? I am doing great. Glad to be here. I am here. just so excited to have you on here. I know a lot of people, I've had several people reach out to me. Oh, man, you got Paul going to be on your show. And I'm like, yeah. He, he deemed me worthy. Thank you. I wasn't worthy, but thank you. Thank you. No. Um, and definitely just, you know, it seems like every channel that I subscribe to and watch frequently, Paul, you're there uh, as the moderator. So uh, definitely the Ecamm Live community, anything involved in the Ecamm Live community and then Doc Rock and you know, Tom Buck. And I know that uh, India Delgado. I love her. She's awesome. Um, and just so many others. Uh, Adrian Salisbury, um, you are the moderator for the people, the really cool people on the Internet. That's what it is. Um, and so I just, I mean, how did you get started moderating like you are? It was a total accident. <laughs> uh, it's actually been two years ago. I had a friend that wanted to, she's a life coach, and she wanted to, do some videos on a YouTube channel, kind of talking about her business and stuff like that. And she wanted me to kind of help her. So I started investigating ways, you know, things that she could do, you know, from just using a simple phone to, you know, kind of, you know, getting a little more advanced. So I started looking into streaming software and I looked at OBS and that took about five seconds. And then I started looking around and I found Ecamm. And I just started doing more research and learning other stuff. Uh, my friend decided that the timing wasn't right for her to actually go on with the streaming stuff. And I was kind of exploring it so much that I just kept looking more and more. I started doing live streaming pros. Uh, I took Adrian's Academy, started joining Doc Streams, and then Doc made me a moderator, which is probably the, yeah, the big mistake. And then Ecamm did leap into live and asked me if I would help them with that. And then it just started snowballing from there. After that, they made me a moderator of their channel. And uh, it's I just kind of fell into this. Yeah. It was kind I, of... I'm just, you know, fantastic. So for, for those that don't know, why, why do a lot, why, especially live streams, need a moderator? Yeah, and you, whether you've got five people watching or you've got 100 people watching, a moderator is your right hand. A moderator will allow you to just present your content, deal with the audience, answer questions and all that stuff, and not have to worry about anything. Whereas if you don't have a moderator, you're suddenly not only answering questions, if you start getting spam messages or hate messages or whatever, you're going to have to deal with that yourself. And a lot of times what the spammers try to do is they try to kind of squirrel you. They get you off topic, get you, you know, totally confused, rattled and all this stuff. And then your stream goes off, off the deep end. You forget what you're talking about. And, you know, basically they're there, they're trying to disrupt you. And if you have a moderator, they can help you. But when you have a moderator, it's a two-way street you need to tell the moderator what you expect you know it needs to be somebody that understands your channel has been around for a little bit to kind of see what your flow is because you may allow certain things in your channel that you know other channels won't let off it's like ecamm is a business and so it's a lot more rigid with what we do and what we can't do i mean it's how you interact with people because they're customers of Ecamm. So you have to approach things a little bit differently. When you go over to DocStream, it's a little bit more laid back and you know, it, it, you can let your hair down to a certain extent too. So you have to be understanding of that and, and have that communication back and forth about what the, what the content creator is expecting from you and you know, that. Otherwise, the moderators are gonna do what they wanna do, so. 
yeah, which that, could that's be another true. problem. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's, I, I could see right off the bat, it's, we were talking uh, about the different roles. We'll get into that here in a minute when I, when I do a demo. But it's a trust thing as well because you are giving yep. somebody a lot of power. Have you, have you ever been in a situation where you saw somebody just absolutely abusing power when they yep. had a role like that? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, in some of the streams that I've been in, we've had to deal with situations like that where some people are given a wrench uh, as we refer to it, uh, and it goes to their head and they just think they can respond to people however they want. I've got power, you know, and they can be flippant and all this other stuff. And so, um, it's a two way street. And as a content creator, you can make somebody a moderator, but you can also take it away at any point in time. So don't feel like you, you know, the person's been given this, you know, lifetime achievement award it's not it's it's you know at the discretion of the content creator i, I know that you know in, in some cases you know the concept of super fans you kind of you find that super fan uh who knows your show and and you feel like it would be a good fit and that you can trust them and type of thing but there's kind of you know kind of between there's you know volunteer moderators and then like you yourself, you're a professional moderator. So, you know, my, my thought process, sometimes volunteers just don't show up. So, I, you know, I see the benefit of having a professional moderator. You know you're going to be there and, and, and help out with the show. I mean, that's... But on the you, flip side of it, that? most of the moderators are... Most of the moderating is voluntary, you know. Right. And it's, it's a situation where uh, a lot of the streams I do, and I, you know, I do it as a volunteer thing. And it's... I'm. I look at it as a way of me giving back for what the content creator yeah. is 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 giving out. Uh, but it is true. I mean, the content creator needs to trust that person. And the general rule of thumb is if somebody asks to be a moderator, um, you generally they aren't made a moderator. Uh, <laughs> it's somebody that you have to, you know, you find somebody that's that's been active in your channel, has been helping out, you know, answering questions or dealing with stuff. And then you approach them and you ask them if they want to make a moderator. Now, occasionally you'll get somebody to ask and you kind of have to, you know, use your best judgment. But a lot of times um, I've seen problems giving a wrench to those that uh, basically beg for a wrench. Yeah. I, yes. Yes. With, with, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. How does, so you have a, a, a really long illustrious telecom career. You've worked for Cisco and, and S and we were just talking Silicon graphics, which I, an amazing company with a long storied history. Uh, and I think, uh, Sonic firewall, you work for them as well. Yeah. Sonic wall. Yep. yep. So how do you, how does that your telecom experience really help out in your moderation experience? I at, later in my telecom career, and well, it's always been where I've had to work with people, help people understand people's needs and things like that, and kind of work through challenges and problems. Um, and I think a lot of that has helped me where dealing with situations when things explode or go crazy, you know, trying to stay calm, trying to stay logic, thinking through, okay, start troubleshooting, troubleshooting, you know, figure this out. Uh, but I think the interaction with people and understanding how to work with people and um, coming across sometimes with the, the more kinder, gentler approach rather than saying, you know, are you nuts? Uh, or just throwing somebody out of a room or something like that. But but trying to, to approach it from a, um, how would I want to be treated, I guess, sometimes of that. But, you know, working with people and talking with people, I think has has helped a lot. Um, especially, you know, I've been on streams where it's gone absolutely crazy and probably things have happened and we've had to deal, you know, the stream inadvertently ends, um, you know, there's problems on, you know, on with network conditions and all that stuff and just trying to stay calm during that stuff and, and going into, okay, we have a problem, how we're going to fix it. What are we going to do? You know, how can we get back quick? You know, what do we need to do to come back quick? I think helps and that's another thing where a moderator can come in very handy is things happen all the time i mean a lot of the streams i've been on 
they've ended for one reason or another. Something's happened. And the moderators can kind of stay in chat, keep people going, say, we've got a problem. You know, we'll get back. You know, we're coming back and all that stuff and get that link and try to keep those people there by interacting with them so that they don't leave and then possibly not come back to the channel. Yeah. So, I mean, you're in a lot of cases, a brand representative, the, the customer service manager, so to speak. So I can definitely see that. And you just brought up a good point too, because a moderator is a representative of the content creator. So, you know, I have my own opinions. I have my own feelings on stuff, but those are out the window because when I'm, when I am on an Ecamp moderating an Ecamp stream, I am representing Ecamp. And even though I am not an Ecamm employee, what comes out of my mouth reflects back on Ecamm. So I have to be aware of that. And for any moder or anybody that I'm moderating for, you know, what I say, you know, comes back to the content creator. And so I have to be careful what I say that I don't, you know, cause grief for them. All right. I'm supposed well, to be here to help, not to cause problems. Um, let's let's see who's out there. There's a bunch of people out there. So wow. let's see. You got a whole crew. And I'm, I'm going to bar from Paul. So it's very important if you have a question that you do Q colon. <laughs> uh, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, Brent just joined today. So yeah, just uh, welcome. Uh, so this is a great topic. I always wanted to know how I might not be able to watch live and save a wage play tomorrow. Thank you for this topic. Oh, awesome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Seeing a bit. Roy and Paul. <laughs> La -la. Uh, hey, Phil, how you doing? Hi, everybody. Uh, lots of people. Maker, tonight will be epic. Say again, sir. I said lots of people I, I know out here. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of e, a lot of Ecamm fam out there as well. I got hi from from Bali from in the train, uh, in the training. And then uh, Louisville, yeah, everybody's saying hi. Hey, Dagan. Hey, Florence. Hey, Marcus, you were up late, Marcus. I'm just going to say it's your bed, past your bedtime, but all right. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Uh, yeah, coming at me at 2 a.m. Thanks to the delayed daylight savings time. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Five seconds. Yes, five seconds to say no to OBS. That is definitely true. It didn't did not take long for me to say a hard pass. Yes, OBS is a hard life. <laughs> Frank, how you doing tonight? Hey, Tech Florence. Hey, Marcus. Hey, Marcus squirrel <laughs> <laughs> power goes to mods heads yes it, it can certainly yep uh <laughs> i can't say that word marcus I, I i i may mess it up live so i'm just gonna uh, avoid that <laughs> power goes to heads and mods yep choose wisely that is true hey frank and dagan all right uh philip says i noticed you youtuber blocking a person by kicking them out of the live cast not because of being offensive, because the YouTuber just did not want to listen to negativity. What is your thought? This is a, there is a feature in, when you're a moderator, you get a series of commands that are opened up to you on in, in YouTube, for example. And one of them is you can put a person on timeout and that that lets puts them basically in the corner for 300 seconds. So they can't, they can't respond. They can't chat. Uh, they can see everything that's going on. They just can't put anything in the comments. There's another option that you can remove a person's comment. So if somebody says something, and this is what we do all the time, frequently yeah. with you know some of the, the spammers, we will remove the comment. There is the third option, and this is the most dangerous option, and it's called hide user. Hmm. If you hide a user, and this is the last resort for every moderator and this is a command that you really need to understand if the content creator wants you to use this um, but if you hide a user that person can see the content they can see the streams they can see everything going on but they will never be able to comment in on that channel again and the other thing that starts happening is within 48 hours after you trigger that button to hide a user every comment that they have ever made on any of the videos on that channel will be removed. So it's like that person never existed. So you need to be careful. And I've been in situations where there's been somebody making comments and I'm kind of like, you know, who is this person? And I've almost, I basically wanted to 
dumped them like that. And I checked with the content creator and it's, it ended up being a friend of theirs or something like that. I've also been on a, a show where I somebody hid a person and it triggered an immense nightmare for the content creator. And there was a lot of conversations and stuff that had to go on and all that stuff. So if you are a moderator for a channel, be very, very, very careful with that. And if you do hide somebody, you need to tell the content, let the content creator know you did who you hid and why you hid it. Because if they want to, when the stream is over, they can go into the back end and they can get rid of that and put the person, you know, un, unhide the user, so to speak, and put the person in. But when you hide it, a moderator hides a person, it's, there's no undo command for a moderator to be able to undo that. Wow. So be careful. Wow. That explains why all those channels won't let me on <clears throat> anymore. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of channels do that. And it's, it's up to the content creator. I mean, there are people that come in and, I mean, they're not necessarily saying, um, bad stuff per se right but they're just kind of saying sorry my cat is walking behind me if you see a tail moving that's what it is um but if you see a you know see stuff that shouldn't be there then you want to you know you may want to hide them but you got to be very very careful and let the content creator know so that they can undo it if they and like i said a moderator cannot undo that you know once it's done the only person that can fix it is an admin or the content creator themselves hmm. wow that's yeah and i'm of the mindset that as, as long as they're not like you know just saying something that's just really hurting the community um i, I want to give everybody a chance to say their piece and speak their mind and I don't have to agree with them and only right. if they're just causing trouble would I want to that, you know, do something that drastic. So, wow. Yeah, and hand, you, ha you have to kind of, you have to kind of balance the thing because, you know, yeah. it's, it's good for people to be able to express themselves, but you know, you don't want it to be hurtful and you as a channel, um, a content creator, the owner of the channel, you are also need to be careful. A lot of people, like if you see some of the Ecamm channels, they'll show the actual physical comment window that that's coming in on the back end mm -hmm. into the, the window. If you know your audience and say like, if you're in a closed channel or something like that, that's okay. But if it's an open channel where anybody can come in, you need to be really careful. Yeah. Because if you get a comment in the stream and you delete it, it's not in the replays. It's gone. If you bring that comment into the stream or you have those comments showing in the stream, that is a permanent record in the stream. And there have been people, there was a very, very large, I'm talking millions of subscriber channel that had content coming in. They didn't deal with it. It was showing on the screen and that channel got pulled. And um, there was one case where the, a lot of strings had to be pulled and a lot of talk had to go on and they got the channel back. But there was another situation where they didn't get the channel back. So you have to be careful because you are responsible what's, what is for the comments that are showing up in your, in your stream. Yeah, de definitely. That's, I've, I've, I've heard Doc and other content creators definitely caution about showing other yep. people's contents on the screen as far as part of the video and yep. so I, I do i do like i can pick and choose which comments to show um yep. luckily luckily everybody in and, my community is awesome and so as a content creator if you do get a spam message in it if you have moderators they're going to take care of it if you don't you're going to have to take care of it, but but just take care of it don't talk about it don't bring you know if you have to say something, you say, oh, I guess we have some spammers tonight or something like that, but leave it at that. Because what they're trying to do is disrupt you. And if you bring attention to it, they've they've fulfilled their goal. And you might find that you start getting more of them. Yes, don't feed the trolls. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, definitely don't feed the trolls. Um, all right. So I did want to do a demo and, and talk about the different roles. So there's been some updates to YouTube of late as far as moderation goes. And uh, so I'm going to share my screen here. Yeah, YouTube uh, recently came out with an enhancement to the moderator side. They have yeah. two types of moderators. They have a managing moderator and they have a standard moderator. And the problem was when they introduced this, it showed up in your studio in the back end. 
but they had no um no description they, i mean nothing worked it, i mean you could make somebody a managing moderator and they said it was supposed to have certain features but there was nothing changed and none of this was in place so it took a few weeks before we started seeing a little bit of that change yeah so for those that don't know if you want to add a moderator you you go to settings you got to be in youtube studio i should have mentioned that first so hopefully by now everybody knows how to get youtube studio you go to settings and then go to community and so here is managing moderators and so Users have the same capabilities as standard moderators, but in addition, they can manage blocked words and change chat modes in live. So what's that that's, changing That's chat what modes? they say. Um, okay. Actually, and this was part of the trick, you know, they, they came up with all these things, but it wasn't there. Currently, the blocked words is not part of the, you know, not access. And several of us have wondered how they're going to implement that because mm. I'll have him show you here in a second. Blocked words are controlled within studio. So in order to access or deal with blocked words, you have to have access to studio. They mm. doesn't appear that they have implemented this piece yet. What they have done is normally a regular moderator, you cannot moderate another moderator. So if another moderator types something in that they probably shouldn't have, the only person that can remove that comment is the content creator or an admin. But now with managing moderators, we have some extra options in there. And one of them allows us to basically moderate a moderator. So we can actually remove moderator comments. So, so you're the, you're the manager and then they're supervisors. Yep. <laughs> or they're the captain and, and the others are lieutenants. And so then you have standard moderator and, and those are the ones that usually can remove comments and I guess they yep. can. Yeah, it's basically you know you can you can time a person out, you can remove a comment, or you can hide a user. Those those are the th three basic features that a, a a standard moderator has. A managing moderator has all those features, but they also have the ability to remove another moderator's comment. Okay, cool. Um, and then you were talking about the blocked words, and so down here in the same community tab, there's a place for blocked words, and so we're going to talk about this later. Paul yeah. has this list that he sells. Um, Actually, if you can scroll down just a little bit, uh, since we talked about hidden users and the fact that you know a moderator can hide a user from the channel, there's also a section in the in um, YouTube Studio mm -hmm. where the hidden users are. And so, I highly recommend you know if you have moderators that you look at that that hidden user thing occasionally and just see okay. who's on there so that you can take yeah. people off. Uh, but that's also right where you would go in to remove somebody if you didn't want them to be hidden. Or okay. there are times where we hide people during a stream just for a purpose, but we don't want them hidden forever. So after the stream, we go in and, you know, most of the stations are channels I do. I'm, I'm an admin for, so I can go in afterwards and remove it. Or, you know, I'll tell the content creator, I put this person, I hid this person, go in right after the stream and, and hide them. Yeah. All right, so that's where everybody goes. Went so after you put my name there and hidden, if you decide later you can take me out of the penalty box, here's where you would go and take me out of as a hidden user. So yeah, and then Paul has an amazing list. How many words are in that list now? There's about twenty one hundred words and phrases in in the list. Okay, I, I was I was just thinking, but I bet you had a lot of fun coming up with that list. <laughs> It's, it's been funny because there's some people that have gotten the list and they've come back and we're like going, I didn't even know that. You know, <laughs> I've learned words I didn't even know. Yeah, I don't recommend going looking up words. If you don't know that word, don't look it up. You probably don't want to know. So it's probably yes. better. You just let it be. Um, but we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. So you got to stick around. You want to find out where you want to where you can go and, and get Paul's word list so you can start blocking everything. So um, good stuff there. Um, and so, yeah, and that's... <clears throat> Um, going back to those settings, so going to community. If you know, if I want to add somebody as a a moderator, so like you have to go and get their their YouTube channel. Hang on, I am. Yep. So I have to you have to go and grab their channel link all the way to their whole name, or if it's got the cryptic X's and all that letters, you know that method, and then you just go and you and then you paste them in, and then. It finds it, and so then there they are, and then you save, and then then they are now a moderator on your channel. Again, though, 
no problem with Paul, but you know, you definitely want to make sure that the people that you are allowing to moderate for you represent your brand or who you are or your values. And then you, you also want to make sure that you can trust them. And so very important that you really think about this because it is a lot of responsibility. And then definitely it, based on what Paul is saying with the managing moderator, because that's going to be the king of all moderators or queen of all moderators. You don't want hurt feelings if you have more than one moderator and one's just saying, well, I am sorry, but you're wrong. And so it's, it's going to get, yeah. So, you know, go and, and figure out who you want your moderators to be. But, but definitely, that when this card changes, there we go. So anyway, um, so you definitely want to think about that. Um, and definitely. the other thing too is, depending on, on how big you are and what, if you have like, if you have a Discord channel or you have some, even Messenger, uh, something that when you go on, like with Doc Show, we have, mm. we have a special channel that the moderators have and we go on that channel and we communicate same way with ecamm you know we have a back channel that we can communicate as moderators during streams and stuff so if anything comes up you know we can talk about it most of the stuff i mean you know a lot of us also moderate the facebook group we don't do anything in a vacuum most right. of the time when something comes up unless it's something serious that we need to deal with right away we reach out to the rest of the moderator and we we chat with the others and throw something up about this is going on what do you think you know and there are situations where i have personal feelings about something but again i can't let those opinions and my personality go in there so i reach out to other moderators to kind of say okay this is going on you know i'm feeling this but you know is is what I'm feeling right? Should I handle it this way or should I do something different? And we kind of work it out, you know, amongst each other when we kind of usually come to a conclusion and then we all know what's going on if there's a situation. Cool. We also, in Ecamm, we have, in the Discord channel, we have a special channel, again, for moderators too. So if we take action against somebody, if we remove, uh, which happens frequently, we remove a post of somebody, we copy that into the Discord channel and we basically say, this is what we removed and this is why we removed it. So there's a log. If Ecamm has to go back and the company, you know, somebody comes back to them and complains about something, they can go back and they see who did it. They know why we did it. And then they can, if they need to talk to us or they can, you know, explain to the uh, customer or the, you know, why they were removed and what was going on. Yeah. Um, we, uh, definitely some shouts, but we got some questions out here. Hey, Dagan, saying hi to Lawrence and everybody. All right, question. What are key questions to discuss with the content creator when you start as a moderator? You can, Basically, I would say understanding how they want their stream to go, what kind of things that they want you. I mean, maybe they just want you to kind of chime in and maybe make comments here and there and try to keep the, the conversation moving along. Uh, you know, do they want you to actually take action against stuff? How do they want you to handle spam? How do they want you to handle, you know, people that are getting out of line and all that type of stuff? I highly recommend content creators take some time to think about how they want their channel to go and put together a, like a short little document that kind of mm -hmm. says this, you know, this is what I allow. This is what I don't allow. If it goes here, do this. If it gets really bad, you can do this, but you need to let me know or tell moderators do not under any circumstances ever, uh, you know, hide a user, you know, let me know and I'll hide them if necessary. That's right. Like he's my cousin. Don't yeah. block him. And that but, has happened. <laughs> that has happened where there's been somebody on a stream and they were kind of, you know, it ended up, it was a relative or a very close friend of the person. And they were talking to the person like, you know, they would talk to them in, in person, which really wasn't, a good thing to be doing on the stream but it was something that you know it it was basically okay you know and it was like so you a moderator doesn't know that unless the content creator lets them know or says something or gives some sort of a clue if something's crazy going on so we got another question do you have moderators um Paul, do you have do you have moderators on your channel when you go live? Do you go live on your channel? I know you got actually. I haven't there. really done any lives per se. Um, 
So, I mean, I do have a couple moderators, but most of my content is pre-recorded, and then I'm on other people's streams and other stuff. But most of the time, I'm behind the scenes, so um, I, I don't officially have moderators per se. Yes, that's going to okay. change soon. And until I started live streaming, I wanted to be behind the scenes too. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> Learning from Mr. Moderator, Paul Duncan. This is awesome. Oh, that's awesome, Lala. Thank you. I am a proud moderator for Marcus. Lala gets up at 4 a.m., or does she did on the old time zone, gets up at 4 a.m. to moderate Marcus's live stream that he does on Thursdays. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Andy says you have a wonderfully soothing voice. Have you ever done radio? Uh, no, but I used to do a lot of voiceover stuff for the companies I worked in. So, oh, cool. back in... Yeah, a hundred years ago, when uh, you called into SGI and you got, you know, the auto attendant was, "Thank you for calling SGI. If you know the extension number you're trying to reach." I think I called them once. We had done something interesting, uh, some graphic stuff that was interesting. But anyway, that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, Florence saying hi to Lisa Maria. Don't forget to hit the like button. Hey, thanks. Uh, hey, Paul. Hey, Tech Trollmaker. Uh, thanks for posting this. Just create more network. Oh, great. Thanks for coming by. Uh, here's another one. Can a blocked commenter appeal or complain to YouTube? Can you receive a strike for unjustly blocking a commenter? Nope. The channel is yours. So the, I mean, there's not a whole lot that YouTube can do um, because it's your channel to control. And, you know, you can say who, who you want and who you don't want. So you two can't really do anything, but you know, the person may come back to you or ask why or something like that, uh, on some rare cases, but generally speaking, going back to YouTube, there's not a lot that, you know, there's not a lot of control YouTube has over your channel in, in that area. As long as you're not, um, you know, breaking their terms of services, there's, yeah. you know, it's, it's your channel. Yeah. So anyway. Um, anyway, welcome, welcome, Coach Constance. Welcome. Uh, let's see. Here's, say hi to Andy. Thank you, Lala. <laughs> Lots of shout outs here tonight. Hey, hey Kevin. Uh, yep, Kevin's out there. Um, One of my fellow moderators. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen him. He's, yeah. Uh, let's see. It seems like there are many things to consider, which are, when being a moderator, when you temporarily or per permanently block someone, does that person know that they are blocked? They were blocked. Yes and no. Um, some of the, they don't, aren't really told that they're blocked. What will happen is when they try to comment, they'll get an error um, and stuff like that. So when you, when you, especially when you hide somebody from a channel, they don't know anything, nothing sent to them. You know, it's, it's very quiet in a timeout. They may find where they try to post something and it's coming back, or it might give them some little clue that they've been timed out. But it it doesn't really flash anything and say you've been stuck in the corner or anything like that. You know, it's 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 pretty silent on their part. It's just that they can't comment anymore. And when you're hidden, you can comment, but it never shows up in the stream. Yeah. Uh, so I they can... really don't know. So do they see it? But they don't know yes. that nobody sees it. Okay, so yes. they see their own comments, but nobody sees it but them, and they don't know it's just yep. it's just there. So uh, that's a trip. That's a trip. Hi, Maestro. Uh, it says I've done that command several times. Indeed, the channel with the channel owner's approval. Okay. Yep. Yeah, uh, that, that one I, I I always tell people be very very careful. Make sure it's okay because I've been on streams where that's not allowed. They do not want you to do that. And so the only option we have is just to continuously keep timing the person out every time mm -hmm. they. You know, okay. cause problems. Uh, yeah, and and the trading says TikTok has the worst mods on the lives. I haven't seen a TikTok live yet. So, uh, CS moderators need to make sure that comments are okay, so that the channel owners can focus on the show. Yes, totally yep. agree with that. Uh, see, when I started, I used subscriber only mode. I have stopped having spam. I did that for a bit, but it really cut back on engagement, and so yep. I went back and put it it makes it hard to grow your channel if if that's yeah. if that's your goal uh coach constance wants to know is it hard to do own moderating if not able to find one for the live it um 
you it can be i mean if you have a i mean if you just have a few people in it's not too bad but if you have 25 50 you know even into the hundreds it starts getting really crazy mm -hmm. now an example is a few weeks back i get earlier this month we did uh ecamm did a challenge a basic challenge adrian was was you know doing it it was a live session it was about an hour long the first day we had over 400 people wow. uh in in comments asking questions saying hi all kinds of stuff it was absolutely insane there would have been absolutely no way that uh adrian could have handled that on his own and you know so we ended up having five or six i think moderators you know dealing with stuff and pulling questions and and stuff and it was it was crazy but you know so if it's a small group yes you can do it but if it's bigger than that uh you're going to end up stressing yourself out you know by the time you get done with your stream you're going to be frustrated you're going to be you know not happy and you, you know it will almost make you not want to stream anymore so uh, I've, find I've somebody found, sorry i was gonna say i found it's impossible to do the poll feature if you are busy streaming because you have to go into youtube <clears> studio <throat> the yep. broadcast studio in order to do that and i just couldn't manage it so i managed to get the question out there but then i couldn't change screens around enough to get back to it so definitely that wouldn't be a case i had a moderator and then the other week when i had uh, uh mikey from the credence and bishop show on here to talk about having multiple channels the chat was just insane i, I just couldn't keep yep. up it was just crazy and the other thing with when you're doing polls like that too it has you know the person has to be either a manager or an admin of your youtube channel but you know a lot of times people will post polls but the only way to really get the results of the poll is when you um you have to close the poll mm -hmm. and if you don't close the poll before the stream's over you know you you can't get the results if if it's something that you're like wanting to pull back so right but yeah um... it's Hey, Sammy. Let's see. Uh, it's our most chat spammers bots. A lot of times they are. Um, it, it kind of varies. Sometimes you get real people. Sometimes you've got bots. And the problem with the bots are they, the, when they, they keep coming back, you get rid of them. You can, you, you know, we'll ban them and, you know, five minutes later, they're back. The problem is it, their channel, the ID that they're showing looks like the same person, but if you actually go to their YouTube channel, it's a different name. And one of the things that's kind of helped a little bit is now that YouTube has basically gotten to the point that they're using actual channel names for the person instead of a channel ID, it's much harder for them to play that game and come back in again. Mm -hmm. Because uh, it used to be that if you looked on the the main pet person's uh, YouTube channel, you would see a line that says channel ID and had this crazy long alphanumeric number. And that was the only way that you could block these people is you had to grab that channel ID and, and put it in there. But now that they've gotten rid of that and they're using, you know, like mine is at Mr. Moderator Paul, those types of things, it's a lot harder to replicate that it's not impossible but it's a little bit harder to replicate the uh the same channel but you have to be careful it may look like the same person but they're really a, it's actually a different person or okay. a different account hmm. uh let's see Dagan says as a, that... and one of the other things yeah. too as a moderator you have an option uh when on any of the comments another comp feature you have is there's an option to say go to channel so what I do is when somebody does that and I'm trying to figure out, are they really real or what's going on here? I will right click on those three dots, right click on go to channel and then look at their channel page and kind of see, does this look like a real person or, you know, you know, a bot page or something like that. Yeah. If they just started like 20 minutes before the show, they're probably a bot. <laughs> yep. Uh, they can and they usually, they also come in, in, in rapid succession. So they will post, four five or six times in a row and the reason is it's very difficult as a moderator to be able to deal with that because things are flipping through and it's very easy i've done it it's very easy to hide somebody or remove a comment from a, a real person so you have to be careful and they do that for that purpose so mm -hmm. you can't block it quickly 
you know, so you have to kind of scroll back a little bit and then deal with the comment. And if you do remove a comment from a spam bot, go through, remove the comments, but then go back into each one of them. And there's an option to report it to YouTube and report it as spam. Every single one of those comments report because that gets it back in YouTube's face to deal with. Uh, and Florence from Equipment Institute says, your blocked word list is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. And mommy guy says, wow, 2,100 words. She says, I barely have 50. I need this list, Paul. I'm going to show you. There's a link. Uh, there's a link in the description for this for the video where you can go to his site and, and go find those. Uh, let's see, Donna. It is, it is a very explicit list. So It is. Don't uh, read it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, be careful with it. I do kind of encourage you to look at it because depending upon your channel, there may be words that I have on there that you might allow. Um, one of the content creators, Keely Dunn, has a hockey channel and there is a, a, a sports thing that is on the list, but that word is used in her channel. Uh, you know, th their balls are talked about and all that stuff. So she had people that were trying to post stuff and it wasn't showing up because it was blocking anything that had the word ball in it. And it ended up because it was on the blocked word list. So, you know, you need to kind of use some you know, check to see if there's something in there that you don't want hidden. Yeah, the, the blocked word list blocked all those XYZ links that kept showing up from trolls in my in my channel. So uh, let's see. Donna says that Roy has a terrible moderator and he should never trust her. <laughs> I, I disagree, but yeah. <laughs> Marcus says, hello. <laughs> Donna's my wife, by the way. Uh, Paul, Roy's been <laughs> being slick, giving giving you a wrench during the show. <laughs> yep. Uh, question, can a creator or moderator review comments to a video in the same way? Can a creator or moderator review comments to a video in the same way? Oh, so you're talking about the comments after the video goes live and it's recorded and it's out there. Yes. Yes. Um, you definitely can. And, and yeah. In studio, you can set things up because YouTube has some restrict or some kind of guidelines. So you can make it very restrictive so that comments actually need your approval before they actually get, you know, after the show comments, uh, you know, certain ones may need your approval before they're actually published so that you have a, you know, a defense mechanism with, with some of that stuff. But yes, um, a moderator can actually go in after the fact and, and remove comments. I was going to show that there, there is a, so when you're setting up, so for example, when I'm doing a live stream, I will click on uh, strict, this level of strictness, and there's like a beta, they're doing a beta on a really strict on comments. And so if there's any chance a comment's going a little strange, Google, I'm sorry, YouTube will hold it. And then I can go in and say later, I want to release it. Yep. Um, so yeah, you definitely can. Yeah. In studio, there's a, 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 a section that says comments. And if you click on that, you can see the comments, you know, so there's one section where you can, you can reply to those comments or heart them and all that stuff. There's another one that says, you know, hold for review. And those are the ones that you look at. And if, if you're okay with it, you check the check mark and then it gets published to the, you know, to the, the chat, you know, in the comment area. But if you don't want it, you can, you can actually bounce it. And you also have the ability to block the person at that point too. So, right. yeah. Um, and then mommy God says, I absolutely agree either on discord or Messenger to communicate with the channel owner, any way to talk behind the scenes. Yeah. Cause if you do like I do, sometimes I will put, do not disturb on my phone, not to block my wife. She's on the list of people that's approved to text me all the time. Um, even when I am live, but I will set up, you do that by having favorites. That's a different video. Yeah. Um, and so, cause that way you won't get that message. Somebody says, Oh, your audio is terrible tonight, which, uh, about four <clears throat> weeks ago, I needed to know, but, uh, you know, somebody like over yeah. halfway through the show, somebody, by the way, Roy, your video is really weird tonight. Oh, so. Yeah. Doc has ha, ha, turned student out disturb on and he hasn't put me on the list or, but for some reason I can get through so I can call him, you know, when things are going wrong, even though he's on do, do not disturb, I, I can get through to him. So uh, I'm like, says, no, please. I'm like his worst nightmare at times. He says, <laughs> Uh, your banter with him is hilarious. I, you guys are awesome together. I really, I really enjoy the streams. You guys are banting back and forth. So, um, let's see. Uh, Dagan says that, uh, 
I'm a mod on another channel and on the videos I can remove a report comments. Yep. And I have, and that report comments is really important. So if you see spam, you know, take the extra step to, to report it to, to YouTube. It's the only way that they, they know that there's a problem. And then if they, they start seeing, that's why like there may be four or five messages in a row from the same person. I report each and every one of those just so that YouTube sees that there's an issue. Yeah. I, I've, there's been a few times where as a viewer, I have chose block because it was, it was evident. It's like none of those XYZ links. I'm like block. Yep. And so yep. I don't know if that of course doesn't have near as much weight as the moderators or the channel, uh, the creator. They will block it. So you don't see that person anymore, uh, okay. on anything. Uh, but unless you were, unless you go back to, you know, click the thing to report it or something like that, it doesn't really have a big impact on, that content creator or on YouTube, you know, it's just yeah. a personal, you, you, a personal block that you put on. Uh, Don saying hi, Sammy saying hi to everyone. Another question. I know YouTuber hits sets comments. Do not, do not allow a second comment for 30 seconds. How is this done? So there's a slow mode and there's, there's a couple different things on the back. There's, there's a slow mode that you, a content creator can turn on, on the stream that basically, slows the comments down so that people cannot comment like one after the other. Um, and then there is another option where you can actually put a longer delay and things like that in, or, you know, not allow people to, to comment unless they're a certain thing or something like, cause you could do, you could do a stream to the public, but only allow your channel subscribers to comment. Um, it, you, you'll see that on if you ever watch live streaming pros when they do their Friday sessions, sometimes they'll go into question and answer. And basically that's only for channel members. Mm -hmm. uh, if an outsider wants to ask a question or post something in there, they can, but they have to do it you know, via super chat. So there's a couple different ways in there that, you know, you can do stuff. I'll probably look at doing a, a video on that on my moderator channel. Now oh, that it's good. brought up, that's a great idea. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. I, this, I love the questions people ask. They give you ideas for videos. So uh, definitely. As Doc great. always said, the questions, yeah, the, your, the content for your channel comes from the questions people ask. Yep. That's cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, more more shout outs. Yep. Enable slow mode. Uh, looking to see. Hey, Sammy. Hey. <laughs> then Mikey, Mikey fellow, you got to watch him. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's another question. Uh, what do I do with the list with the list once I have it? Oh, okay. that's the fun part. <clears throat> yeah. So it's, it's a PDF document that you'll get. And basically I give you some instructions at the top, but then the, the, the words start below. So I'll tell you where to highlight. You start from that point, you highlight everything to the very end of the document. You copy that and then you go into the into YouTube studio under settings, community, and there's a section called blocked words and you paste those block words, you know, you paste everything into that block word section and then save it. Yep. You paste in and and there. Yep. And then once you put some in there, you know, if you, if you want to delete something, you can just click on the X and it will remove it and then just save it. I will, I haven't, it hasn't really needed to be updated since October. I haven't found anything, but if you, if you purchase my list, I will occasionally send out, uh, an email basically saying I found some new roles wrote or words, and you just have to copy those words and then paste them into the, the new list. Yeah. And, and it's all just crazy derivatives that people do to hack around, like using characters to represent <clears throat> letters and stuff like that. You know, like we used to do, when we got on the calculator and we typed words in and then turn the calculator upside down to see the word, <laughs> the numbers. Yep. Now I have some variations in there. And the other thing too, is if somebody types a variation of the word and that variation is not on my list already, it will do a pop-up to the content creator and any of the moderators. And it will basically give you, show you what the comment is and it will give you a choice. You can either allow it or you can hide it. And so you have a choice at that point, whether to let it in. And a lot of times uh, you'll see that when people type in a lot of emojis or something, those get flagged by the system. 
And so basically you can choose to let it go through and post or you can hide it and it, it won't show up. So any variations to words that are on the list uh, where you might type a dollar sign for an S or an at sign for an A of a word or something like that, it will bring those up only to the moderators and the, the uh, content creator to make a choice as to whether you're gonna allow it or not. Cool. Let's see. Some moderators greet every joiner joining a live cast. The positive may be letting the commenters know the moderators there and watching are there negatives. Yes and no. I mean, we do that a lot on the Ecamm channels where people come in and I'll say hi and all that stuff to try to get people engaged in the beginning. And, you know, just it's work an Ecamm, we're all family. Um, once the, the stream actually starts in, I kind of gauge whether I continue doing that. Everybody else is saying hi and stuff like that. I may say hi here and there, but I'm careful because I don't want to do something that's going to distract from what the content creator is doing. So I try not to generate a lot of excessive chat in the stream that's not necessary. Um, you know, I'll, everybody else is saying hi. If somebody says hi to me directly, I'll say hi back. Or if there's somebody that, you know, I have a good relationship or something like that, you know, I may call them out and say hi. But I, once the stream starts, I usually kind of step back a little bit and I don't do as much of that. Um, you know, if somebody says, you know, I've had this, I, you know, I'm glad, so glad this stream is here. I, I've really wanted to learn that. Those I'll respond back to and say, you know, I'm glad you're here. Great. But I try not to become too excessive. You know, as a moderator, it's very easy for me to sidetrack. You know, I have to be careful because I could start posting stuff in and I can completely sidetrack the, the conversation. You know, so you have to be careful with that one too. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. A lot of it just comes down to common sense and stop the thinking. I mean, when I when I type something in the chat, it's like, what does this bring to the chat? You know, uh, and it's like a lot of times people say, "Oh, I'm late." You know, all this stuff, and it's like, you know, that's nice, but we don't take attendance. You know, it's we're just glad you're there. So the fact that you're late, there's replays, you can go back and you can re-listen to it or what like that. But it's like, it's not, it's not really necessary. It's, you know, it doesn't really serve a purpose. So, you know, it's kind of, um, I can't think of the word, but, you know, just, just use common sense when you're typing something in chat and stuff like that, you know, and there are some channels where that kind of stuff is, you know, it, it's the way it is and that's okay, but just stop and think a little bit. Uh do do you ever get nervous? It it be I, yeah I know you're like well I'm not necessarily <clears throat> not on camera because I'm the moderator but do you ever get nervous uh, in that role as a moderator? Sometimes I do. If I'm moderating for a like a new stream or something like that or a a um, a formal thing like a, a a conference or something like that, I do get a little bit you know, nervous because it's like, what should I do? You know, what should I say? You know, I get, I'm kind of careful. Uh, and it's like, I'm afraid I'm going to hit something or do the wrong thing. And, you know, it's like, it, it you know, it's going to happen sooner or later. It was like in one of the streams today, there were so many people that's name started with the, and so I do at, and, you know, start typing the name and I wasn't catching the list. And I was saying hi to myself numerous times. <laughs> It's like, okay, pay attention here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, th there's always a little trepidation, but, you know, mistakes are going to happen. And I've deleted people's comments before by accident. And I just, you know, I, I apologize for it and say, you know, I, you know, I'll call it out. I'll let them know I made a mistake. You know, I didn't mean to do that. You know, you can post it again if you want, or, you know, you can send me hate mail. But, you know, if you make a mistake, just, you know, admit to it. You know, it's going to happen, especially if it's really busy. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. Here's a question. All right. Uh, what is the going rate for a moderator if they're not your spouse? <laughs> no, you hire your spouse. Spouses, spouses should charge twice as much. Um, <laughs> My wife does. She very expensive. Very expensive. So. Yeah, it costs you. Yeah, it, it, it costs you in many ways. Um, 
my rate is 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 it's a twofold rate. There's I have a flat hourly rate that I charge, and then I also have an added rate if there's more. It's based on the number of I ask how many how many moderators do you have on the channel, but then it's also based on how many people are on the channel, and it that secondary rate can change. If I'm the only moderator and there's a hundred people, that's you know that's a lot of work for me. Uh, if there's more moderators, you know, I'll adjust it. So it, it's it's kind of an hourly rate plus a, a sliding scale depending upon the number of uh, people on. And basically, if if we get on, they say there's going to be 100 and we get to, you know, it goes over 100, you know, they know ahead of time that if it goes up to that point, then I will uh, increase, you know, there'll be an add-on on the fee. So... Uh, this is a good question. What is the general ratio of viewers to moderators? So what's your recommended best practice there? That is a hard one to say because a lot of times it just depends on how active your people are. I mean, you could have 100 people on a stream and, you know, very few questions, comments coming in. And so it's, you know, you can get by with a couple. But I would say probably... If you have a busy channel, you know, every maybe 10 or 15 people you should have a, you know, a moderator for. And again, that's, that's, you know, it, you kind of have to use your own judgment and see how things are going. But the other thing too with moderators is you need to understand that your moderators, they're volunteers. They're not always going to be on your channel. So you want to have more moderators sometimes than what you need. Um, just in case somebody doesn't show up or something like that, to, to, so that you're always always covered. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Donna says, "Wait, I can make money here, Roy. We will be discussing." So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I want to, I want to show off the. This is Paul's YouTube channel. He is at Mr. Moderator Paul. That is where you need to go. You need to go and immediately follow him after the stream. Wait till after the stream. Don't leave yet. But after the stream, you need to go follow him. Um, he's got some great tutorial videos already out there. Um, and then also, as I mentioned in uh, my channel links, um, I have... Um, if you go to his website, which is mrmoderator.selfie.store, you can find his word list. There is a link down in the description. So, and then the other thing he has is known spammer channel IDs. So, Paul, can you kind of explain that, how that works? Yes. So, the, the other list is a, it's a subscription. It's $5 a month. And basically in there, I have a list of known spammers. And so, basically, I give you the channel IDs of these spammers. And those you copy you pull out, you have to do them one at a time, but you copy and paste them into your hidden user list. And basically those, those people cannot comment, you know, so the spammers that we know we've seen, you get, get added into there and then they can't comment on your channel. Now, prior to the first of the year, that was constant every week I was sending out updates because we were finding more. I mean, it could be anywhere from three to sometimes I think the biggest was 25 in one week. Um, at the end of the year, the first part of the year, <clears throat> it kind of slacked off and there was like a three, four week period where we had absolutely none. And then all of a sudden we came in and we had like eight or nine one week. And so I sent an email out. So that list, Anytime I come across spammers every Saturday, it'll be Saturday or Sunday. If I've had any during that week, I will send an update out to that list. That that one also has a twofold purpose. I mean, part of it is I'm keeping you on the list. I'm, I'm updating you. But it's also a way to kind of you know support me in what I do, too. So, you know, you may not hear from me every single week, but as soon as I find additional spammers, you'll get notified. And it, YouTube looks like they might be doing a semi better job. Yeah. At, at dealing with spammers, but they still crop up here and there. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do. So, uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, if you're a small channel, you should find people who moderate for free. Uh, that's yep. true. If you're just starting yep. out, you definitely uh, find some friends. <laughs> find some friends. Make friends. If you haven't made yep. friends, make friends. Like these amazing people here. Um, yeah, I mean, as a, awesome as a moderator, don't you shouldn't expect to 
you shouldn't expect to be paid, especially for a, you know a young channel or a new channel. I mean, if if it's if it's a big channel that has lots of viewers, if I was doing like Mr. Beast or something like that, that would probably be a different story. But you know, for a lot of the channels, it's 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 a way of giving back to the channel creators. So you know, I would not expect to go into somebody and say, "Oh, I, you know, you're going to pay me," because most of them can't afford that. Yeah. Um, that want to want to shout out to John Pullum who helped me helped me with my thumbnail this week. I was having some creative difficulties. I was going to do like um, a thumbnail that had like all these little cross out pseudo looking like cuss words on it. And then I was going to put like blocked and stuff like that. But it was too busy. And I said, hey, friends, I'm in a mastermind group and they're just awesome. I said, hey, look, look at this. Yeah, suggestions. And John said, here, take a look at this. So thank you very much for influencing my, my thumbnail this week. I was having I was thumbnail challenged. I'm just going to yeah. tell you that. Um it's been enjoyable and very informative. Yes. Um, thank you. Definitely. Paul, thank you so much. You just, uh, thank just you. so much good information. It. One last thing. Do you have like, just like a really, tell tell us, is there like a crazy, really story where a live stream just went off the rails that you were moderating and it just went off the rails? What's, what's kind of like one of the crazy experiences that you're willing to talk about? There may be something happened so bad you don't want to talk about it, but... Actually, uh, the, I, the ones that that has happened to, I can't talk about. <laughs> okay. The NDA is still in place. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, and that that brings up a point. There are streams that I have moderated, events and stuff that I have moderated for that I have had to sign an NDA. Hmm. You know, so don't be surprised if something like that happens, you know, and things like that. But yeah, so uh, the ones that I would really love to tell you about, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, tell us about but one that's there, there not are, on that list. There are, there are wild times. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I, uh, some, of the, some of the stuff I want to say I can't say because it would probably, some people would be able to figure out the situation. Okay. So I, no, we we don't want to we don't want cast yeah. aspersions upon anybody here because we are very much about supporting other content creators, and live is live and crazy happens, and everybody and you, has their day. You know, so yeah, it's like yeah. you know, yeah, it's like okay. All right, I'll give you okay. today, but be nice tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so everybody, again, don't forget you got to go. You definitely got to go and and follow Paul on his channel. Uh, at Mr. Moderator Paul. Um, I was going to say, I went on Instagram, and there are so many people claiming to be Mr. Moderator, but I know for a fact you are the Mr. Moderator. So I was I was like, was really shocked by that. I was like, Yeah, I, I tried to here? get Mr. Moderator on YouTube, but somebody has it, so I had to go to Mr. Moderator. But you know, a lot of times if you search for Mr. Moderator, I, I pop up. That's good. Good, yep. Uh, being a moderator is an honor because it denotes trust from the channel. From the channel owner, yes, it does. And Carrie's Lantern says, "Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank, thank you. you. Enjoy the show. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Paul. Hopefully thank you, you got so something much. out of it. This has uh, been a very informative show. I really do appreciate it. Um, definitely, your contact information's on your YouTube channel. So if anybody wants yep. to reach out there, and you have links to your website got and stuff. Yep, I I'm I have been bad on adding new excuse me new content to my channel because I there's been a lot of stuff going on." But there will be content coming. And then also uh, the latter part of this year, I'm working on putting together a moderator certification program. So oh, that's wow. that's that's in the works. That's fantastic. And and then tomorrow is the start of Katie and you office hours. So tell us about yep. that. What what's that going to be all about? It's basically we people have a lot of questions about, you know, the, the Ecamm community and the different places. You know, we have Facebook, we have Discord, we have YouTube, you know, what the differences are of those and, and just basic overall questions about, you know, Ecamm. So we decided to do an office hour and it's going to be once a month for an hour and you can ask questions. You know, we're going to kind of help you know, explain stuff to you, you know, like with Discord, uh, Ecamm's Discord group is more than just kind of joining it. There's some extra steps you need to go through to before you can really see anything. So just talking about stuff like that. And, you know, like I said, you know, we're kind of going to be an open book and, you know, you can ask us questions, what's coming up, what's on the horizon. And that's so. awesome. That's awesome. All right. 
Uh, let's see. I got a couple more comments. Squeeze them in there. It says, uh, thank you so much for the live, live stream. Indeed, thank you for the awesome questions, everybody. Yep. And uh, let's see. Coach Constant says, don't forget the thumbs up. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Uh, and the certification program. I definitely want to hear about the certification program. I know you had a, a training class, and, and I've watched I've watched all the videos on your channel. I am a subscriber to your channel. I do. Thank you. Them to see a notification, please tell me there's a new, new video. So um, definitely everybody should go and subscribe. There's so much about moderation that you just don't realize. Um, and that's it. That's our show. I'm supposed to do like a call to action to see everybody hit that subscribe button, hit that subscribe button. If you're just here for the first time and I'm supposed to hit that outro. So see ya. Bye. Uh, YouTube's going to tell you that there's some cool video you need to watch. Click, click the link there. I'll, I'll, I'll be sure. I always point the wrong way. Anyway, <laughs> so everybody click, click, click that link over there. Cause YouTube's going to say, watch this channel, this video next on my channel. Thank you so much. And everybody have a